Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The OG of Jets podcasting and vlogging is back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. This is There's Always Next Year with Brian Bassett. I'm back. The real me. Let's not not make a whole thing of it. And his co-hosts, Chef Travis Milton. Today we're going to be making the students my tasty baked ziti with basil and fresh mozzarella. And Josh Conrad. Oh, my brother, testify. On Play Like a Jet Digital. Welcome to There's Always Next Year, the podcast on the Play Like a Jet Network. I am your host, Brian Bassett. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian underscore Bassett. And with me, as always, are Travis Milton, who's always got something good cooking up. You can follow him on Twitter at Dash 37 Board 27. And of course, the preacher man, Josh Conrad, who you can find on Twitter at Josh underscore Conrad. Gentlemen, we are on the eve of the season. Um, but there's a lot going on. Zach Wilson was injured. Michael Clemens was making um, uh, was making reporters uh, wilt. Um, we had Quan Alexander just blowing up players in the in the Snoopy Bowl. Uh, sauce is getting his sauce. Josh, there's a million things happening. Josh, where are we starting? I would love to start with Quan Alexander absolutely missling somebody that would have been right in the middle of a you got jacked up ESPN segment. If this was Monday night, my right. guy, 20 years ago. Yeah. Oof. My guy brought the heat. I saw that hit and guys, I'm going to tell you, I felt that cold, the cold chill of a November air rush through my soul <laughs> and felt like football is officially back. Yeah. That's a stinger. Oh, that's a stinger. That's a stinger. A good one. Um, yeah. The, uh, I mean, you think about that play, you think about the players they brought in, you think about the fact that maybe, maybe, maybe Carl Lawson will, will play this year. Um, and you know, you, you have this unit and it's hard to not really, to not be excited about this linebacker unit, right? Travis, what do you, what do you think about, about this group? Oh God. I mean, like the, the defensive line and the linebacker unit combined, um, you know, Quincy had that super freaking dumbass hit first game, but, uh, I, I recognize it was a dumbass hit, but I love that dude's freaking energy that combined with Quan. Um, 
I mean, damn. I mean, that that defense that that defensive front is gonna be crazy uh, with the amount of people you can swap in and out with Clemens, JJ. Uh, I mean, geez, like it's you know, I I don't get excited about a lot. I'm usually like the naysayer, but like I'm excited about the linebackers and the defensive front mm-hmm. this year. Um, yeah, defensive like, secondary, feel- we'll get there, but. Yeah, we'll feels like Salah's got his guys. He's got those interchangeable front nine pieces that front eight pieces that can switch in and around and, and switch over to edge and then come back to the middle and then line up over the nose. Like it feels like he's got he's got his squad. He's got his he's got his eight and he's ready to roll. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and obviously last year being his first year, as we talked about, a lot of emphasis was put on the uh, offensive side of the ball through free agency and then through the early parts of the draft. Uh, and then you're later in the draft, as we said last year there, the goal there was to bring in players that could maybe find their way to the next year roster, but at, at a minimum, you know, get some playing time, um, you know, become familiar, understand what the beats of, you know, a season would look like. And, you know, that only makes the competition when you bring in the next year's players uh, more surprising when you see players like Hamza Nazardeen or um, Jason Pinnock or, you know, uh, Javelin Guidry players who have been on this team for a while and, uh, you know, not sure what their, what their role is. Um, yeah. It, some of those guys, while they've had roles in this offense in the past or excuse me, offense in this defense in the past, um, you know, you're going to get less time when you start bringing in first round cornerbacks and or you start no bringing time. in, or yeah, or or <laughs> <laughs> time, or you know, just players or free agents or whatever, right? Like, um, you know, like like we've seen. So so yeah, I mean, I don't know when you think about this defensive unit. Certainly, you know, over the course of if you're following notes for training camp and you're following some of the green and white scrimmage stuff and some of the you know, um, you know, joint practices or any, any of that all that stuff that kind of happened over the course of the last couple months, like. I think there are concerns about this defense still. Um, but at the same time, I think it's better than any defense we've had probably since what Todd Bowles. Like, I, I mean, I can't even remember. Um, but yeah, like what, when you think about this group, what are the points that you're still kind of worried about when you, when we head into the season, Travis? Safety. Uh, <laughs> hands down. Ashton Davis is still on the fucking team. Yeah, as of as of Tuesday, as of Tuesday at two o'clock, he's still on the team. And it's the Tom Brady joke, but in reverse. The year is twenty seventy four. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Jr. hit five thousand home runs, and Tom Brady just won the Super Bowl. Also, Ashton Davis still on the Jets roster. I swear to God, <laughs> it is one of my greetings in the morning, and people have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. I will walk in, they're like. Oh, chef, how's it going? How's your day? I'm like, uh, it's fine. Ashton Davis still a jet. And they're like, uh, uh-huh. what? Huh? Who? And I'm like, no, it's fine. Great. It's fine. It's not great. You it's know, fine. you know, the guy who, you know, the guy who can't, is supposed to be really fast, but does not understand angles. And oh, no, he's fast. But yeah, there's, there's no geometry. Right. He's definitely fast. He's but yeah, fast geometry. in a straight line. <laughs> right. He's the, I, uh, asked, he's I the, asked Ashton Davis what a, stop sign was shaped as like what the shape of a stop sign was <laughs> and he, he said he's a triangle a triangle he's you know, parallel he's, he's like, remember when, remember when Benny the Jet Rodriguez 
Remember when Benny the Jet Rodriguez from the Sandlot showed up in Mighty Ducks 2 and he was the skater that couldn't stop? That's Ashton yeah, Davis. That, that is completely Ashton Davis. <laughs> I'm waiting for him uh, to totally fuck up a play and then do his like like full like backflip on the, just just to just to do it. Remember how he used to do backflips yeah, I mean, and like practice and like everybody's yes. like, damn, look at that dude. In, like, cool. in Ashton Davis's defense, who who else if they've released Pinnock and they've released Parks, Adams is on the bubble. One would think he's safe for now, right? Tony Adams is safe for now. Um, but who else would they pick up? Are they looking to score somebody from another roster, aka it's gotta mini be a draft? Trade. Is this the Zick mini draft? What's happening here? It's I mean, there's not going to be a cut. Like I'm with Josh. I mean, there there might be a trade, but I mean, I don't know who the hell is picking up. That dude, um, well, Vikings if, are they? If, are they? Are they in? They might be in. Um, it seems like they're also going all in. Them and the Eagles right now. It does feel like if if Joe Douglas can spin Adoga for any draft pick from the Cowboys, that could instantly become a starting safety for us this year. If, you think? You think this year you could just immediately turn that pick around for a safety? Is that what you're saying? I mean, Josh? looking at where our current depth chart is, he could immediately mm-hmm. be looking at something that's going to at least be rotational. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. When I look at the safeties that are starting... Right. Like I, I don't have a lot of faith that they're going to go 17 games. Right. I mean, no. will break down. So I guess my question is, what about some of the other players that are, you know, second, third corners? Could you put, you know, could you put a Justin Hardy or a Brandon Eccles into that spot? Or, you know, well, that's slowly, where I got could you take, Right. Could you take a, a linebacker and move them into a safety? Like, I mean, no, they did. They've done that in the past. Like, 
I mean, Pinnock was that guy. Like, I, right. he was he was a converted cornerback that could play right. safe, and he did a pretty damn fine job considering he was a undrafted free agent. I think, if not a low draft pick, um, and none of our linebackers have that. Like, Quan's not going back there. CJ is not going Michael back. Carter, you think Michael Carter's going back there? I think Mark. Uh, I, I stand firm. Carter two is going to be your nickel. Like I, I, I don't yeah. like the fact that I'm saying that. I hate it. But he's going to be nickel. Um, he just because got the, the right. reason you hate saying that is because what it means for your boy from UVA all right. Yes, yes, yes. Because Bryce Hall, he played like complete and utter dog shit against the 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 Falcons second team. Yeah. Um, and uh, again, can't can't grasp a ball he can get his hands on it but like he, he's not gonna pull it in um I, I just don't but also like hall is a downfield outside corner like mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's what he does he does not have the range he does not have the the midfield capacity the the coming back to the line i've seen a little bit of it but like i've never seen enough and obviously i don't think Sal has seen enough of that to to put him in that spot. Like I don't think he could play safety at all. Uh, and and Carter's got the the better range and a, a nickel capacity. Like I think he's going to be a dime. He's going to be he's going to be on the on the bench for a lot. What about? I just saw news. Uh, breaking news. Uh, the Seahawks cut a second rounder, Marquis Blair. I don't know a dang thing about but um, I'm currently looking him up right now. Um, but they cut him. He was a second round uh, 2019, it looks like. So younger guy, early draft pick. Um, and have you even heard of him? Of him? But my, my thought is like, that's the sort of thing that I think they're looking to do. Maybe they don't put that person immediately into the starting role, but maybe that's the sort of person that they bring in and you know they they give him a couple of weeks to learn the playbook, and then and then they they start someone like that that they can just nab from some other team. But I mean, I, if you're I, getting cut as a pick after a couple of years, I, I don't know what that says about you. I I, I just saw a tweet, and I, I hope that this is like legit. It's from your boy Brian Costello. <gasps> nice. What does he say? It says simply. Ashton Davis is out of here too. <laughs> oh, I talk oh, to my therapist a lot about manifesting, or... and I feel like I, I really, no. hopefully, just manifested that. <laughs> you I think you're misreading it. I think you're misreading it. I think because he's he, right now oh, he's tweeting about who's outside out for practice. Too. Damn he's it! Out God. here for practice. <laughs> Every time you think he's you gone, they pull him back in. Costello, man, yeah. I was so stoked. He's out here too. He's out here. Yeah, I, I was, yeah. I now see that Mims is out there stretching, and and he's out there too. We call uh, that in software. Too. In software, we call that microcopy, right? Like you know, it's write, gonna be like writing. Writing is copy, right? That's that's microcopy. In and, in uh, the paragraph, not enough context. Not enough context. If anyone the, can. Like I'm just dookie facing. Like I have a face. Like I just eat shit. The paragraph yeah. of Ashton Davis's Wikipedia football career is going to be, and Ashton Davis was out here too. Right. 
Oh yeah, he was there. Okay. So flipping it over. So yeah, clearly we need some safety help. They'll be on the lookout for that. I, I also wonder. No, that doesn't make any sense. Um, well, so like Pinnick, <laughs> right? Like Pin. No, this does make sense. Actually, I have it. I have it. I I have it. I lost it, and then I got it again. So Pinnick, who they cut, he was a fifth rounder last year. Um, maybe he makes it through the waiver process. Who knows? Maybe somebody picks him up. I mean, you know, he's at least he's familiar with the system. Um, he might be yeah. someone the team tries to bring back. Uh, and my reasoning is because this always happens, right? You have all these shenanigans around cutdowns. Um, they obviously are trying to figure out what to do with Denzel Mims. I mean, maybe he stays. Maybe he stays on this roster all season. Who knows? But I'm sure they're fielding calls. And the last thing that they want to do is let him go at this point after having a blowout, you know, game in the, uh, in the Snoopy bowl. So, so that the last thing they want to do is, is remove him and then take any potential trades or whatever off the table. Um, and then right. Same thing with Adoga. Maybe, maybe they, I don't think they would have cut him necessarily, but they've got to hold on to him if they're trying to trade him and they haven't gotten it done yet. So, so typically, you know, from my understanding, how these things go is, you know, they say, Hey, you know, the Turk comes in, Hey, come in, you know, we're going to need your playbook, blah, 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 the whole thing. They do all that. But to some of these guys, you know, they are also saying, we are going to do our best to bring you back. Um, We want to bring you back. It's just a circumstance situation. Please, you know, stay near your phone um, and, you know, stay in touch with your agent because like, we're going to, we probably will want you back. So, so my thought is, they're trying to make some things work. They're seeing who's getting cut down. They don't want to move some of the players that they might otherwise cut. I don't think they're cutting Denzel Mims, but they need, they expect to move those roster spots will be freed, but until they're freed, someone like Pinnock or whomever is a, is a casualty, uh, but right. Maybe, maybe just maybe Ashton Davis will become a casualty. Travis, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to man it. I'm going to get my crystals I will take out. And Tony Adams over him. Yeah, I'll burn God. I'm going to manifest some abundance for you. Maybe anti-abundance. Do we need some anti-abundance for you? What do we need? Also, who rolls into the season with five safeties? I mean, geez. It's <laughs> a lot. That is a lot. That is Man, a lot. Like, I, yeah, it depends on how – but you definitely need like three or four. Like, What's the old adage? If you've got five safeties, you don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> That 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 can be taken a. I've been running through. We're all doing like fantasy drafts and stuff, and uh, and I I was doing a bunch. I'm getting prepped for one later this week, and I was I looked at the I looked at the mock after I had done it. Um, if you have if if you don't use Sleeper, I would just encourage you to get Sleeper just so you can do their mock drafts. They're so easy and they're so fast. And and I was looking at my team, and I was like. Yeah, I've got a lot of running backs and none of them are really good. Like, I really, this is not good. When Chase Edmonds is your, you know, second running back, this is not, this is not great. Um, I've, I've so, ridden Dalvin Cook to three consecutive championships. There you go. Wow. I can't do it. See, that's the thing. It's like, I'm that guy who's like, flip a, coin, flip a coin. And I'm like, Leonard Fournette or Dalvin Cook. I'm like, I, I just can't keep riding this. Uh, AJ, AJ, um, yeah, Aaron Jones or whatever. It's like, yeah, give me Dylan. Yeah, Cook me, and Thielen, uh, like they every James year. Cook, give me, uh, yeah, give me uh, Rashad White. Give me, give me those guys. Um, 
Uh, anyway, we, we need to talk about the really important thing, which is uh, Streveler, who, who got cut mm. by the team uh, yesterday. Um, thoughts and prayer, but like, I mean, what do we think? Do we think they're going to try and bring, bring him back onto the practice squad? <laughs> do you expect some other team will bring him in? You know the the Panthers or some some team will bring him in as a as an option. What what do you, what do you think is going to happen with Strebler? I can't tell because I you know Minnesota Minnesota just let Kellen Mond go, so so they they parted ways with Kellen Mond, um, famous for being the the guy the Jets should have taken instead of ABT. Um, shout out Joe Douglas, <laughs> mastermind of the draft. Um, but uh, like that's that's a team. I don't know what what their other backups are like behind Kirk Cousins, but that's a team that you go, man. Like a guy like Strebler, who, if we're honest, he and Mike White are similar in some different ways. I think you're getting some excitement out of them. You're also getting a lot of poor decisions. But man, I love I love to have him back. Um, but you know, this is a league where guys like that kind of catch on and bounce around a little bit. So I could see another team jumping on him just based off the preseason hype. Um, and I wish him the best. I wish he was staying, but just with Zach going down, there was no room to keep him. Also, Josh, uh, I don't know if you're aware, but Josh Johnson was cut by the uh, Broncos. So he has the opportunity oh. to uh, come back oh, and be with the team for a second run for the 30th time. Let's go. We're gonna we're gonna pose the dick for a meal. We're gonna we're gonna ride the arm of Kurt Warner. Rally behind yep. the arm of Kurt Warner. Yep. yep. Josh yeah. Johnson, baby. Let's roll. Telling you. <laughs> Forever a Good Josh option. Johnson stand. You've heard of the Swifties. Uh, Here's the Johnnies. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, um all right. We we need to talk about um Zach Wilson, there's some important things to talk about. Like, Travis, I want to know what you think about Zach Wilson and his uh, John Deere Gator game. What, what, oh, what my you- God. I mean, Gator Boy is like, I mean, throw it up. Um, I, I spent my days rolling on a John Deere Gator between my restaurants uh, on the property. Uh, we, we legit have a a sticker we had made called, uh, it, it says Gator Boys. Uh, in <laughs> And we sing the Nappy Roots song. Oh no! Which, which again, I want everyone to reacclimate themselves with uh, because it's them country boys, but it's them Gator boys on the rise. Yes, boom! There you go. So I, I had never even heard this song. I know this song. I'm ashamed of the fact that in 2002 I did not even know. I knew about Nappy Roots, but I did not know about that song. And I, and I'm sorry like- that I misclassified in the pre in the pre tape. I classified them as Dirty South, and I do want to apologize. I want to apologize for that. I apologize mm. to everybody. Bowling Green, Kentucky. Bowling Green, Kentucky. Straight up Appalachian, baby. But back to, back to Zach Wilson. I will say yes. he has had an offseason that I can only dream of. Um, milfing it up. He's well for himself. Catering it up. Um, playing the field, but not the football field. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, dude, uh, boy's got some dog in him, as uh, as they would say. But uh, <laughs> yes, he does. I don't know if yes, he does. The dog that that Jamal Adams was talking about. Uh, we'll 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 see. I mean, we got again, like what a series and a half, two series that was were 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 pretty unimpressive and uh, maybe a little I, bit. I would of, call uh, like cringeworthy. I even call it a. I, I think it's unfair to call it a series and a half because. Just, I'm not trying to kick uh, someone while they're down, but like the first series ended in a horrific interception, 
right? And then the second series, he got a first down and then he got injured. I mean, okay. So would you call it a series? Whatever. A series, right? I'll call it a series. I would call it a series. Cut off right there. Like it's, it's, it's unfinished. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Josh, what I like, where I, I, geez, I, I, how about, how about that gator game? How about that? You you like, you like in that Zach Wilson gator game or what, what do you think about Zach Wilson? The gator game. The gator game. game. I think, uh, I think he's pulling eights when he could be probably pulling tens, but that's just here nor there. (laughs) Uh, I think you're right. Your number as a a ten goes down. I think that's a generous eight. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that's a generous eight. You're you're a you're a better man than I. That also might be a jet jet quarterback thing. I mean, like you're 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 pulling you're pulling what you can. Yeah, it's been sixty years (laughs) since a Jets quarterback could pull tens, but yep. Namus was pulling twelves. Namus was was pulling twelves. He was pulling. Yeah, let's be real. He was pulling a seven and a five at the same time. Um, so, <laughs> in a fur coat and also wearing uh pantyhose, pantyhose, that's right. Yeah, don't forget, Poor Rachel Nichols. Anyway, sorry, Josh, um, we keep we keep derailing you. Your thoughts, no, sir. it's it's great. I'm I, you know, rolling into the season, you know, five, six, seven, maybe eight weeks of Joe Flacco and or Mike White and or Josh Johnson. <laughs> oh. Is, You're going deep into the is, season. Uh, you think this goes deep. You think this goes. You I don't, think Flacco catches his elite fire and uh, he goes on an NBA Jam style run. It's like, I like you're fire. playing. <laughs> yeah, you're playing with um, uh, I don't know, some terrible player. Oh God, boom, Takalaka. <laughs> right. It's like, but that would happen, right? Like you, you have the guys out on the floor, it would. and you, and you have like, you'd have like um. I don't know. John John Stockton's not a great example, but like you know, he'd be paired with Carl Chris Mullen. <laughs> Chris, thank you, Chris Mullen. That's a great example. There you go. <laughs> yeah, like, and it's like you've got Chris Mullen who's like good or whatever, but and then there's just some other dude that you're like, who is this guy? And like that guy catches fire, and you're like, what? What is happening now? Like, and you're like, I, I'm not passing to Chris Mullen, or I'm not passing right. to Michael Jordan, or whatever. So yeah. So are you? You're telling me. You think you think our crew, our Gator Boys, are gonna are gonna, <laughs> they're officially the Gator Boys. We need shirts now. Um, uh, the Gator Boys are going to catch fire and uh, and they're going to stave off the return of one Zach Wilson. Is that what you're saying? We we've done be our this luck. before. Yeah, that would be our luck. This would be our luck. Is that this thing just it lingers? It lingers. Yes. You know, he tweaks a little bit in a practice in two weeks, and it's like. We're six weeks into the season staring down Mike White for the fourth week in a row going, well, here's just another. It's just it's rinse, repeat the Sam Darnold situation over and over and over again. So, my, listen, that's just that's the Jet fan in me. My hope is he's back by week three and that this is behind us and we're totally fine. But something in the back of my head says this is going to linger for a little bit longer than we hope. It goes further yeah. back. We got we got freaking Josh McCown, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Same reason. Geno Smith, same reason. Vinny Testaverde, like, I, granted, Vinny was Vinny, Vinny was pretty all right. Um, but he I mean, was no Gator it. Boy. Yeah, he was not. That. Uh, well, he, he was, he was actually boy. the OG Gator Boy. He is a Hurricane Boy. Yeah, that is true. Like That's legit true. Gator Boy. Uh, so, so yeah, so the so your thought here is maybe they play well enough that they don't 
they don't force him back in. And I mean, no, I don't think it's going to be well enough. I think it's going to be Zach Wilson's injury is going to linger. I feel like the fact that we haven't gotten much update yet is a little bit concerning to me because I would have thought by now they would have come out and said, progress is going well. We're we're looking at week two. We're circling Mm -hmm. that week. They have not said a word about it, which makes me think, Oh boy, is this going to be Becton all over again last year where it was like, Oh no, it's going to be a week. It's going to be two weeks. And then all of a sudden it was the season. Well, unless he's um, ballooned to 400 pounds in the last four weeks, three weeks or whatever, I I don't think that's going to be an issue. Like, I think, I mean, I, I, I respect Becton and I mean, to have the sort of freak athleticism that he has for his size, but you know, based on his size, like, uh, those are really hard to come back from. I, I hope this will be easier to come back from for Zach Wilson, but, and he's going to want to get back out there, but yeah, at the same time, you gotta, you gotta protect him from himself. Um, and I mean, and that to me, honestly, is the biggest thing about that play. Like when he injured himself in particular, like, listen, like I got blown up on Twitter for my terrible, I got ratioed, I got ratioed to shit boys. You, you um, sure did. Like, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, you got him. We call that an amend. You got a manual Acho. Yes. Damn. <laughs> wow. Wow. So anyway, the, the point is that um like yes, it was a non-contact injury, but it was also like, you know, he should be making business in my opinion, he should be making business decisions in preseason games and he's not he's got that dog in him. He's got that dog in him, so he's not yeah. making business decisions. Dogs don't make business decisions. Um so I hope that he can get that out of his system or that this helps but, get that out of his system because he, like, just here's the simple fact. I, I like him. I want him to succeed. Yes. He had a great end of the year last year, but here's the thing. Like he thinks he's more athletic than I think he actually is. And so, and so therefore he makes those decisions and like that works as we've talked about a hundred times that works for coastal Carolina um and for you know navy or whatever it doesn't work even in against you know second teamers third in the first preseason game travis your thoughts yeah i mean i'm of a similar thought i i obviously have said and echoed the same things and probably doubled down harder on them um but you know that at at what point do you harness that bit of uh, ego and that athleticism, whatever it may be, and at what point do you rein it in? And I think that's where Sala and the coaching staff is of at what point do we try to push him into being a quote-unquote system quarterback within the system we are, and at what point do we start tailoring the system into what he's going to do? Mm. Yeah, yeah, right. It, yeah, I think that's it. And so hopefully they'll find that balance. Um, I think you're seeing, too, some of that in the roster creation. So if you think about, like we were talking about the defense, feeling really good about where that front eight is at right now, um, going after Brees Hall early, um, you know, at least shoring up, hopefully, the offensive line a little mm-hmm. bit, going for, you know, a – a, you know, guys like Garrett Wilson, guys that are going to be like, it feels like one of the roster creations where you go, we're not going to be able to put this fully on our quarterback, or we at least want to be prepared in the event 
that we're not going to be a throwing team um, because we don't have a healthy quarterback right now. Um, and Sala was in San Francisco. I mean, this is Jimmy G. This is going back to everything mm-hmm. that I think he experienced even there and seeing up close and personal that if we've got three, four running backs that can run the ball pretty well, um, remembering even like Ty Johnson's still on this team right now. Marlon Mack was just cut by the, like, by the Texans. I could see a guy like Marlon Mack. Uh, like you just, you start having this rotation of guys, which they felt like they had in San Francisco. It's like anything we get out of the quarterback position, it's kind of a bonus, but we can be a running team, um, control the clock and hopefully play really good defense and be in competitive games. And if Zach Wilson's there, great, because that means it's an extra element for the offense, but. Um, yeah, and having, I think, having that running game pushes RPOs, pushes, you know, uh, play action. I mean, like everything that you're, you're talking about, like helping him out. Right. All right. Yeah. Um, well, hey, before we go, I think we, we need to talk about one last thing because uh, it's super relevant to this group. We need to talk about the soft sauce. Sauce is sauce. Sauce, sauce is sauce. sauce. Is it sauce is sauce or sauce sauce or what's the official title on it? Sauce sauce. Uh, so um, Sauce Gardner getting his own sauce. Sure. Everybody knows this at uh, at Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, BW3, excuse me, uh, BW3. Uh, Is um, it still BW3s? Because they don't have Wex. Buffalo Wild, they don't have Wex anymore. You're right. So yeah, Wex is not like I, no one knows what Wex are unless I'm you're going from, back to Buffalo. I'm going back to Country Boys. I'm doing some Country Boys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Some Gator um, Boy and. Yeah. So, so this, what do we, what do we know about the sauce and what do we think There's, about the sauce sauce? Buffalo money in his pocket. Sauce, I, sauce. I'd want it, I'd want it to be almost anywhere else. I feel like any Buffalo wild wings I've ever had. I don't think they're a sponsor has not been the best wing experience in my life. So I'm happy for sauce should be a fun thing. I will definitely try it. Um, it, it would be ridiculous of us not to do a food review on one of these podcasts of the sauce. Yes. sauce. Uh, yeah. but I've got low expectations, maybe, maybe locally, um, there's a wing place in the city or in Southern Connecticut that I can go check out that he's going to do a special partnership with, but we'll see. I got to try the sauce of sauce and see if it's worth, uh, worth, uh, reviving those dry wings that they keep shoving at me every time I order from Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, yes. Here, here's the dis- if they were a sponsor, they're probably yeah. no longer a sponsor. They're gone. They, you've ruined it. Thanks a lot. Now, Jet is going to be a with a begging bowl. Good job. Um, I've got what a thing about say? sauce, Chef. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got a thing about sauce. It's uh, not the person. Um, Ahmad seems fine. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing in the in the chef he secured world, the bag. Right, we're we're we're, we're lauding him Good for, for him. securing the bag. He secured the bag. Totally. Good for him. Right now that that's out of the way, let's get real. Okay. So, sauce in my world is either just an accoutrement. It's it's a thing to enhance. It's not what you build your dish, your brand on. If you are building your (laughs) shit on sauce, your your substance mm -hmm. is bullshit. And I really hope that he is not what we view sauce as because like sauce is just something mm, that's right. helping what you did. Oh, so it's, you're it's, saying it's like a all sizzle, no steak, all sauce, mm, no steak is kind of what you're exactly. I mean, like, that's the thing. it's like, it's like, about? yeah, I could throw a buttload of freaking ranch on something. And like, I guarantee you there's people that are going to be like, Oh shit. Yeah. I'm in on that. 
but I would do that if my chicken or my pork or something was not good. Mm. I take so, my time and make sure that like my, my work's done. My work's good, solid. I don't need that much sauce. It's just something that's mm-hmm. there, not the focal point. I'm really here's hoping. Like, here's counterpoint, yeah. counterpoint, a sauce of the caliber that is worthy to drench on something to quote, cover something. I'm hopeful that sauce covers up for a multitude of dry, lifeless wings and makes the dish covered. (laughs) I hope that he is covering for everybody else's dry ass shit. And his (laughs) in in this in this analogy, he would be covering for the safeties. Um, no, he is the sauce, and everyone so, else is the dry ass shit. Yeah. So is is Robert? Okay. So I, I like I like what I like Robert, what Josh is saying here. Like I get good. that. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Is Robert Sala the, the ranch or the blue cheese? That's his scheme: the ranch or the blue cheese. That's what I want to know. I think like, so. He now might you got sauce, someone asked Clemens, sauce I want, on sauce. Like sauce on sauce is like hat on a hat, right? Like. I'm not saying I don't love a good wing, but I, and I do love to dip it in ranch or blue cheese, preferably blue cheese in my face, because I'm a yes. refined person. Um, but, um, but <laughs> is that like a hat on a hat? Is that like a hat on a hat? I'm super refined, um, as you know. Um, my question is, is that a hat on a hat? Like, or is that salad is set the blue cheese or ranch? I, that's a great question. <laughs> This is, I want. This I want someone. Any of the beat, any of the beat writers in the, in your next interview with Clemens? Mm-hmm. Can you ask Clemens if sauce is the sauce? Are you the blue cheese or the ranch? Because I just want to see that man's reaction. I He's feel like oh, Robert Sala. No. Robert Sala yeah. is the person dictating if you get bone-in wings or if you uh, get glorified chicken nuggets, aka boneless wings. Boneless. No such thing as a boneless wing. Robert Sala but is the one dictating what you get. The sauce is going to be there to fix something. It could be bad. <laughs> could be okay. Because I mean, well, if, we, if it's bo- if it's boneless wings, like he's got a lot of work right. to do. Like, he, yeah. like I mean, I'm, I'm sorry for the dude. I, I think there's a lot of breading. Can agree on. There's one thing we can agree on. Ashton Davis is the celery. Yeah, uh, I like celery. <laughs> Ashton Davis. Oh, the that the celery is sitting on. There you go. <laughs> He's the kale at the Wendy that, Super okay, Bar. That's better. That's better. He's he the, is not he's the sure at the Super Bar. <laughs> at the Wendy Super Bar. He is yeah, not yes. sure uh, what he is doing there, but he's there. He's he's hanging he's out. There he's there too. A good time. He, he's hoping somebody's going to scoop him off that Wendy's Super Salad Bar. Um, he is those microgreens uh, that are on top of your chicken wings that you're like I I don't I'm just going to brush. Off. I don't know why they're off. Sesame. I mean, you know, these are. You go to go to a, an Asian place and they put like the se- the black and white sesame seeds on them. I'm like, eh, okay, that's fine. Um, okay, here here's <laughs> what the description of the actual sauce is. I was right? going to ask, do we make... know what the flavor profile yes. is? I don't, Smoky, I sweet, know. spicy. I'm assuming this is according to this is according to the canonical. Everybody knows the site is canonical. Foodsided.com, of course. Uh, no, Oof. I don't know what that is. Um, described as both smoky, sweet, and spicy barbecue. End I, quote. It is. I read it. none of that. <laughs> he knew but it. News. I swear to God, I knew that was Sticky. what was going to say because it is so Sticky. easy to say. You know what? 
here's the four to five points that hit your palate. We're just going to say all of them. We're just going to hit them all. I was going to say, Ooh, it's it's a little bit spicy and sweet. I love this. Okay. I'm sorry. I need, I need to back out and read the whole paragraph here. All right. Uh, It says this, although there are sauces in the Buffalo Wild Wings menu, this special sauce, or excuse me, this sauce sauce is unlike other flavors described as quote, smoky, sweet and spicy barbecue, end quote. It is bold, invigorating, and should bring that heat flavor to chicken wings. So invigorating? You're telling me it doesn't have Red Bull in it, right? Yeah, (laughs) you're telling no, but you're telling me it's barbecue sauce is what you're telling me. If it's smoky, sweet, and spicy, that's 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 redundant, right? That is what barbecue sauce is. Yes, I'm 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 still I'm still very interested in the invigorating portion. I have never been invigorated by a barbecue sauce. Is there like used, yeah, I was gonna say I wish they also used umami in that description. That would have only made it only made it better and more. I like uh, that Brian's assumption is that Buffalo Buffalo Wild Wings should know what a, bu- a barbecue sauce is, and so no, they know what a barbecue sauce is. And I'm not willing to give. I'm not. That's not a gimme when it comes to the right. B Dub world. This is a brand fine. new thing. It's got smoke, spice, sweetness. Brand new, blowing your Never mind. Had it before. <laughs> With spicy, smoky sweetness, revolutionizing, invigorating. Invigorating is a great word. I still am very confused about the invigorating. I have never used that to describe a single. I have. I swear to God, I am now going to put on my menu that my whip spam could be invigorating. Invigorating. I think that to me just means they're giving it like giving it a like a vinegar reduction, like an extra vinegar. So, so what you're saying is that, so you've got sweet, you've got spice. We may or may not have acid now as the invigorating portion. So you're making a balanced ass barbecue sauce. Yeah. (laughs) Unlike other sauces, this one hits your palate in a nice way. That's what they're and saying. And I will say the, the the comma in that was after balanced. It was not balanced ass, comma. Mm. Bar- actually, <laughs> yep, no, it's ass ass the barbecue husband. sauce. Balanced, comma, ass barbecue sauce. <laughs> oh, <gosh>. uh, all <laughs> right, transcribers <laughs> out there to know where to we put gotta that go, comma. Because there, there's new Jordan ones that are being released. Yeah, I think Travis needs to that. go. Shout live stream um all right everyone thank you for listening make sure to rate like and review i hope you enjoyed the sauce conversation as much as you enjoyed the conversation about the secondary uh, but thanks so much uh, have a good week bye-bye anatomy of an ad subconsciously trigger emotions through music perfect define an opportunity imagine talking to millions of people across the u.s like i am now identify a problem Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. 
To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.